Welcome to season number four of the Get Your Money Right podcast. The podcast where not only do we want you to get your money, we want you to get your money right. So if you're tired of listening to big banks and broke people on how to live a mediocre financial life, this is a place for you. To find out more about what we do and how we do it, head over to our website at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. What's the good news, people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Get Your Money Right podcast, the podcast where we talk about money like it's everybody's business. Because I truly believe if we're not good with money, it's because we don't talk about money. And this show is designed to change just that. I'm your host of Money Misfit, Jamar Dupas, and this is episode number 61. And today is an important episode. Today, some things may change for some of you. Today, we're going to talk about the producer mindset versus the consumer mindset and all the benefits that goes with either or and how you can use it to really unlock the secret to financial success. So, I'm, I'm excited about today. I'm really, really excited about today. So if this is your first time tuning in, I'd like to say welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. I don't know how you found us, but I appreciate you being here. You could be listening to anything you decided to lend me your ear and your attention for the next few minutes. So welcome. If you want to find out more about how we do and what we do and all that good stuff, head over to our website at yourmoneyright.com. Again, that's yourmoneyright.com. And make sure you're subscribed to the show so you never miss another episode before. Or again, actually, if you want to find the episodes that came before this, you can find that in the archive at our website at yourmoneyright.com or you can just look in your favorite podcast player uh, and you could be, should be able to see all of our past episodes and bonuses and all that good stuff. So today is Father's Day weekend. So shout out to all the fathers out there. I appreciate you. I salute you. I appreciate all the father figures that have been in my life that have been there uh, when uh <laughs> mine w- was not. <laughs> so I appreciate all the father figures in my life, the people that have stepped up and uh, been role models for me and have, have led the way. Uh, and I really, really do appreciate you. I salute you. And I hope uh, your weekend was phenomenal and that you got all that you needed, all that you wanted, all the hugs and kisses and love that you deserve. So again, happy Father's Day to you. And with that being said, I want to kind of talk to the fellas. I want to talk to the men. I'm always wanting to talk to us, right? Uh, Because I think we have a, there's a lack of leadership in this country, in this world, across the globe, and no shade at the ladies, right? Nothing like that. But I think what we know for sure is there is a lack of men leading the way in the world today. And a lot of that is because uh, this mindset and the mindset of being a producer, being a productive person, being a, a go-getter uh, has kind of gone to the side. We have fallen in love with consuming. We have fallen in love with uh, convenience. Uh, we've fallen in love with attention. And I think that has uh, really done us a disservice. So today, fellas, pay attention to this. Ladies, pay attention to this, too, if you got a man in your life that ain't, <laughs> ain't paying attention, 
right? This is not just for the fellas, but I, I have a heart for the fellas. This is Father's Day. Uh, it's Father is a word of power. It's a powerful position to be in. You can influence so much as a father. There's something about a, being a father that is strong and is powerful. Uh, and being a, a producer is also a, a position of strength. Uh, so that's why I want to kind of dedicate today to you. So let's talk about it. We'll, let's talk about what we're going to talk about. First, we're going to talk about the mindset of a consumer versus a producer, right? And what that means. We're going to talk about how that mindset produces the differences of what we see between the, the poor, the middle class, and the rich. And we're also going to talk about some things you could do. Uh, one neat trick that I learned how you can actually, how being a producer is the best way to buy all your luxuries is the best way to consume, right? Which is funny how that works. So let's talk about that mindset. What is a consumer, right? So first of all, a consumer, uh, if you watch any news, if you watch any television, uh, they consider consumers a person that goes out and spends their money, right? Uh, the consumers are the people. If you listen to the news that make the economy work, they make the world go round because as they buy things, uh, they, uh, they put money in the pockets of people who are working to, to <laughs> produce those things, which we'll get to in a minute, but they create jobs by buying things, right? Uh, our economy here in the United, here in the United, in the United, United States, States is based on our ability to consume, right? So that's why they want you to consume, go buy more, buy more, buy more. Cause if you buy more, you put more money in the hands of guess what? The producers and it's the producers that create the job. So you can go and consume more. Uh, and that's how the economy works. Money leaves one person's hand and goes to the next person's hand. Right. That's how money is made. That's the only way you earn money is that somebody decides that you have pro have produced enough for them or have provided enough for them that they will give you money in return for a higher value. Right. We've talked about this before. Right. Uh, but a consumer is the consumer mindset is a person that they get money so they can go buy things. Right. I know you may be thinking, well, Jamar, well, how else am I supposed to buy things if I don't think that I need to get money to go buy things? Right. Uh, we're going to touch on that in a minute. But the consumer is the person that all this kind of lays on. Uh, if you look at uh, we talked about before, especially in the black history, Month, we talked about the black community and how, uh, you know, one point one one point one to one point four trillion dollars. Uh, goes through the black community uh, on a yearly basis, right? And we take that money and we consume with that money. We are the ninth largest nation in the world. If you put just the, the, the black Americans here in the United States, uh, we would be the ninth, ninth largest country in the world. The problem is we are uh, not the people who are producing things. We're not the people who are creating jobs. We're just consuming. We take our money and we send it back out. Uh, and we give it to the people who are producing. So if you look in the communities um, of the, the the laundromats, the gas stations, the grocery stores, the hair shops, the some well, we own a few barbershops, right? <laughs> the hair salons and stuff like that. But uh, if you look at uh, the communities, a lot of times the restaurants you see, the grocery stores, the the liquor stores, the all the all the places of commerce are usually not owned. Black by black people, by the people that look 
uh, that live in that community, right? It's other people from other communities. It's actually a very popular thing for immigrants to come over uh, from other countries and get set up in black communities because they know that they can uh, open up a business. There'll be little competition there, but they can uh, drain all the dollars. They can get all the money from those communities because uh, we're big consumers. We spend a lot of money. Now, uh, the mindset of the consumer, again, is a person that gets money and then it goes out the door. Now, the mindset of a producer, a producer is somebody who wants to make things right. They uh, they want to produce things. They want to increase production. That's their focus. Their focus isn't on the consumption on what I can get. If I can get this money, then I can get this. Their their focus is a little bit different. Their focus is I, if I can get this money, I can produce more so I can get more money. Right. Because, see, the consumption comes naturally right we don't have to learn to consume that that happens naturally as a child right i can give my children money today and they will know exactly what where they want to go to spend that money right now i'm teaching my children a little bit different so they they're they're kind of they're not your average kid right because they're you know they're the misfits kids right so we do things a little bit differently and i'll have to do a show on how we manage our money and teach money in our household but generally uh, that's how that that's how we do things. That's how we consume. So let's go down my little list of what we got here. Right. So um, here are the things that 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 if you look at the pros and cons, if you look at the comparison. Right. And I've kind of set up these already, but I made a list. and I'm going to read through them because I took the time out to do this. Right. Uh, it's Father's Day weekend. So I want to blast through this stuff so I can get back in there and, and get get some love and all that good stuff. But anyway. Uh, a consumer looks for ways to be served, right? So you're always looking for things. Uh, so for somebody to serve you, somebody to provide you with things, somebody to go out and make the things so you can just buy them, right? Because it's convenient to do that. The producer looks for ways to serve, right? They look for ways to go out and find a way to be a service to many, right? That is the secret to success, right? The good book talks about that, right? The old Jesus says that that, you, that anybody could be great because anybody can serve, right? And he shows us that, right? If you want greatness, you got to find a way to serve, right? On, on the flip side of that, the consumer is greedy, right? The consumer is all about me, 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 right? What do you have for me? What do you have for me? The producer is the giver. The producer is a giver because the producer is not thinking about self first, right? The producer is thinking about how can I do for others because the producer understands if I can serve other people, if I can serve, if I can produce for other people, it'll all come back, right? Uh, The consumer is selfish. The consumer mindset forces you to think about you, your desires, your needs, all that good stuff, right? It's me, 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 like a child. Not knocking it, but just really kind of hoping to draw that attention. If you feel like you've been in this consumer mindset, hopefully this tugs at you a little bit to change, right? Because misfits, though we do consume and we love to consume, we understand that it's the production that allows us to consume. So we focus on the production because consuming comes naturally, right? The producer is forced to think about others and find ideas and products and services that would benefit other people. Right. Uh, on the on the other side of that, the consumer, which is, a, is another con of being a consumer, the consumer pays the most taxes. Right. And we've talked about this before, uh, at, that being an employee, you're going to pay more taxes than anybody else. Right. Why? We've got we've talked about this before. The consumer 
uh, is the one that everybody else knows they can feed off of. Because every time the consumer gets money, money goes out the door. They're not paying attention to money because if they really were paying attention to money, they would be producers. <laughs> right. They would produce a, way, a whole lot more than they consume. Right. But if you look at the employee, the employee, the employee doesn't really produce anything other than what the employer wants them to produce. Right. The employer produces jobs, which is what the government wants them to do. So therefore, we talked about this before, the tax code is nothing more than an incentive program. The government wants you to do certain things to incentivize you to do those things. It gives you tax breaks. Right. It wants you to create jobs. Why? Because if you can create jobs and you can pay people, those people will go out and consume. (laughs) Right. Which will make our economy look good. And politicians like to look good. So what do they do? They give the producers, they give the job makers tax breaks so you can keep that money and make more jobs. They know as a consumer, you're not necessarily going to produce anything more so they can go ahead and tax you on the end result. The same thing with people who who produce uh, who produce housing. Right. Who create who who purchase and buy and sell real estate, who build real estate. The, the, the tax advantages are there for for real estate investment because that government can only produce so much housing. Right. And remember, the government doesn't really produce anything. It just takes wealth in and it redistributes it out. And it's supposed to do this for the better of the entire country, whether or not it does that very good. That's a whole nother conversation. But that's the, that's what the federal government uh, tries to do. Uh, but it doesn't produce anything. It just takes production and tries to redistribute the the fruits of that production uh, across the and across the greater good for the country. And that's what it's supposed to do. That's what it tries to do. Right. Um, but that's why it gives uh, tax breaks to those people. And so a lot of people is like, well, the rich gets all the tax breaks. Well, it's because a lot of times the quote unquote rich are the producers of the country. Right now, the quote unquote rich actually pays more taxes as a whole. Than the bottom 70 percent combined. Right. And the wealth gap and inequality and all that, that's for a whole nother conversation. But when people get upset and they say the rich don't pay their fair share, they don't really quite understand what they're talking about. Number one, they're focused on the wrong things. Right. Don't focus on what the rich aren't paying. You should focus on how you can become the rich so you don't have to pay what you think they're not paying. Because truth be told, the more money you earn, the more taxes you're going to pay that nobody gets around that. Now, they'll pay a smaller percentage of their taxes. Right. As as an example. But that's because what I'm talking about today, because the government gives them breaks because they produce things. Right. At least they're supposed to. Now, there's some people who do the game illegally and all that stuff. Their day is coming. Don't you worry about that. But you let people do the crooked stuff. You keep yourself and your family on the straight and narrow. Do what you got to do. But I'll be doggone if I pay more than a penny more in taxes than I'm supposed to pay. Right. It ain't nothing patriotic about paying more taxes than you're supposed to. If you want to do that, go ahead on and do that. But I could probably t- show you that there are better ways to uh, donate your dollars than to give it to the government. Right. Uh, but that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. 
So the consumer pays most in taxes. The producer gets tax breaks because they provide jobs, they provide housing and the things that the government just cannot do efficiently. So that's that's the key there. Right. Um, The consumer's wealth. Consumes their wealth. Let me say that again. The wealth that the consumer has. Right. Is the very thing that consumes their wealth. The TVs, the big cars, the rims, the vacations when it's not time for you to do that. Right. But the producer's wealth. Produces more wealth. How does that work? Well, the producer mindset, as the dollar comes in, the job of the dollar is to go produce more. Right. And then we turn around and consume off of the production. Right. After it goes in and produces more. Right. So a dollar, the the goal of the producer is to never have a dollar stop working. You want to get that dollar moving and moving and moving. See, money is like like energy. Right. Uh, it just flows. It, it it can only flow. Right. There is no such thing as a dollar that stands still. If you think your money is standing still, you're wrong. Somebody else is using your money. So even if you put your money in a bank, in a savings account. Right. And it looks like it's standing still. It's not. Why? Because the bank is using that dollar and leveraging it, that dollar and putting it to work while it seems to be holding it for you. But what they do is say for you got a thousand dollars in the bank, they just turn around and loan that thousand dollars to somebody else. And that somebody else is paying them back interest. So that thousand dollars that you have sitting in the bank, the bank is making interest money off of that. So money is never sitting still. Right. And it it works best when it's flowing like blood. It's 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 the lifeblood of the economy. Right. It's the lifeblood of your financial life. It should always be flowing. It should always be working. It should always be doing something for you. Now, that doesn't mean you go out and you need to throw your money into things that you don't understand. Right. Because even if money is sitting there, it's still working for you. Right. By providing you some type of some sense of security. Right. Some sense of uh, of of coverage. Right. If something goes down. Right. Because there is uh, there is that that's a job to do. Right. That's not uh, a mediocre job. That job is important. Right. So even when your money is sitting there. Uh, it is doing a, a job for you as well. You just don't want too many of them dollars just sitting there doing nothing. Right. Uh, you always want your money to be flowing. So a producer's wealth produces his wealth for him. Right. Uh, the consumer's wealth is calculated in dollars. So a lot of times we look at how much money we have in a bank. Right. How much money we got coming in so we can spend it. Right. Uh, but usually we spend it right away. We talked about that in the in, in black community, how we get money in and it goes out. The dollar circulates in a black community uh, for about six hours. But if you compare that with, let's say, an Asian community, we're looking at 30 days that that dollar circulates within that community before it leaves. Right. It It's circulating and producing and providing life for that community before it goes out somewhere else. You want to do the same thing uh, for your own family, whether you're black or not or whatnot. Right. So your money should be circulating within your own family. Right. Your internal household, making sure you're providing the things you need to provide for. And then maybe you go out to your extended family and yada, yada, yada. You work your way out. You do what you want to do with your own money. Right. But the, the moral of the story is uh, you don't want to just consume. You don't want the money to come in and then the money goes out right away. You want to see if you can figure out ways for that money to work for you within you, within your own business, with your own family, uh, within your own your own network. 
before you just send it out so you, that you never see it again and you have to go out and make another dollar. Right. So producers, though, the producer's wealth is not calculated just in dollars. It's correct. It's calculated in time. And we've talked about this. It's calculated in assets and, and how much more those dollars can can go out and do more work. Right. So uh, these are these are basically the secrets of getting out of being being stuck in that rat race, so to speak, being an employee for the rest of your life and then hoping at 65 you can retire because you've put your money in a stock market for 30 or 40 years. Or maybe you didn't even do that because you've never figured out a way to even save 10 percent or 15 percent or 20 percent, 30 percent. You just went through your entire life spending, spending, spending because nobody's ever told you this. This has never been an eye opener for you. Right. But I, I, I promise you this. If you stay in the consumer mindset. It's going to come a time where you won't be able to consume. You never want to eat all your seed. Think about that, right? Imagine if a farmer had a farm and his farm produced crops and his crops produced seed and he ate all his seed. What is he going to do next year? Right? What is he going to do the year after that? Well, he's got to find another job, right? A second job. <laughs> right. He's going to go work for somebody else to make some more money so he can buy some more seed. But if he wouldn't have ate, eaten all the seed in the first place, he wouldn't have to go out and get a second job or a third job or go work for somebody else. He could have kept some of his seed, planted that seed and got ready for the harvest. For the next year. Right. That's how farmers work. We need to be like farmers. We need to take the seed money that we get from our jobs. Don't eat all the seed. Use some of that seed to produce you more seeds. Take the seed, plant it, get the fruit, take the seed out of the fruit, eat the fruit, plant the seed, do it all over again. And year after year after year, you watch your crops get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But you got to be ready for the harvest. See, a lot of times people believe that the harvest is the time to rest. The truth is the harvest is the time to work, <laughs> right? You got to go out there and pluck your pluck your fruit off and you got to know what to do with your fruit. You got to have ability to store your fruit. You got to have ability to protect your fruit. You got to have ability to even know what to do with your fruit and how to get the seeds out of the fruit so you can get more fruit next year. That's where the education comes in, right? That's where the real work is. But well, we got to get out of this consuming mindset where we just we go and work for seed and then we eat the seeds. We need to go work for the seeds, plant the seeds, eat some of the seeds. Right. Because you got to eat some of them. You got to pay. You got to pay them bills and whatnot. But don't forget to plant some. So you can have more fruit. Heck, one seed, one apple seed can plant an apple tree, can grow an apple tree. Every year, that apple tree can produce hundreds of apples. Right. So it doesn't take a whole lot. You just got to get started. Right. You got to be able to see that vision. You got to see the future. But if you never see the future, if all you see is the marketing material that we see every single day to tell you need to buy. So you can look good for people who don't really even care. Right. We get stuck in that, that rat race. We get stuck in that consumer mindset. But you can still have your luxuries. And here's the best way to buy your luxuries. This is one that I learned from uh, uh, Kiyosaki. Uh, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I've talked to everybody about. You should if you don't have that book, you need to get that book. Right. You can even listen to the audio book online. You can search for it. I think it's on YouTube. Somebody even 
put the whole audio book on YouTube, right? There's no excuse. I've talked to you about how to get it, uh, your books through your library. You can find it in your library. This book is readily available. Everybody should have this book. You should be studying this book. Anyway, so Robert Kiyosaki talks about uh, when he wanted to have a Porsche. He told his wife he wanted to buy a Porsche, right? And his wife said, of course you can buy a Porsche, right? But what's the best way to buy a Porsche? He had the money to buy the Porsche. He just went and bought the Porsche cash, right? You've heard that before. People tell you you need to go buy your car's cash, right? Well, I'm going to tell you that it's not always the best way to do things, right? Buying cash, there's a cost to, to buying cash. And we'll talk about that in another another episode. This is the opportunity cost. It's not always the best thing to buy cash. Now, buying cash can help, especially a lot of things because you can negotiate. But we'll talk about that. I'm not going to go down that tangent. But anyway, he had the cash to buy the Porsche. But instead of buying the Porsche, what he did was took that cash to buy the Porsche and bought a piece of real estate, rental real estate. With that piece of rental real estate, he took the income from that rental and used that income to buy the Porsche or lease the Porsche. Or put the Porsche on, on, on payments or whatnot. See, in those situations, it makes sense to lease. Because you're not really the one that's paying for it anyway. <laughs> right? Uh, it's a lower payment. Things like that. It's not you paying for it. It's your real estate that is paying for it. Right? And that's the difference. Between the poor, the rich, and the middle class. And I also learned from him. And in that book, it explains this. So this is in that book. You don't get it today. Get it in the book. So the poor, when the poor gets money, the money comes in and it goes out in their expense column. It goes to pay their bills. It goes to buy their food. It goes to pay for their housing. That's it. The money comes in. It goes out. It comes in. It goes out. It comes in. It goes out. Now. The middle class. Their money comes in. They have some expenses, but then what we do in the middle class is we go get stuff on payments. We buy the house, the cars, the sofas, the furniture, the TVs, the computers, the timeshares, the boats, the jet skis, all that stuff, the credit cards. We go and we put our money into liabilities that ties up our future income. So there is no difference, really. The money comes in, pays some expenses, buys liabilities, which creates more expenses, and it goes out to somebody else. There's not much difference between the poor and the middle class. I've talked to you before, but I sat down with a couple of couples last year when I were doing some one-on-ones. And I'm thinking about bringing some of that uh, some of that back. So y'all be on the lookout for that. We'll probably start doing some coaching and things like that for a select group of people. But anyway... I had a couple that was making 30000 a year and a couple was making 360000 a year, right? Or 30000 a year and one couple making 30000 a month. And they were both in the same boat. The difference is the one that was making 30000 a month actually had a boat, <laughs> right? He actually had payments on that boat. But at the end of every month, neither one of them had any money, right? And before you go judging the couple that was making 30000 a month, look, it's easy to spend 30000 a month. Especially when you're a consumer because you're getting taxed out the wazoo. High income people 
who are employees, they get taxed higher than anybody, right? They're the government's golden child. They're writing checks for taxes that is higher than your yearly salary, right? So don't go judging people that make a bunch of money. But that also shows you it doesn't necessarily matter how much money you earn, but how you earn it makes a difference. We'll talk about that, too, in the future. But you can see there's no difference there. The money comes in, the money goes out. Difference is uh, lifestyle. You got some extra toys and things like that. But a lot of times you're in worse off position because if that couple that was making the 360, right, if one of them loses a finger or loses an income, but they've been living a $360,000 a year a lifestyle, they're going under. One of those incomes get cut. It's hard to come up with another hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Right. Especially when you've got the boats, the jet skis, the houses and all that other stuff. Right. You're you a lot of times you're worse off than somebody who is just kind of money coming in and money going out. Hopefully that makes sense. Now, what's the difference between the rich? So we just talked about like how Kiyosaki just did this. Right. What what the rich or I should say the wealthy do. Is as income comes in, they may have a few expenses, but with their income, they go purchase assets, things that make them more income. Right. So think about that. The middle class gets their income. They pay their bills. They pay their expenses. They buy liabilities, things that take away more income in the future. The wealthy, they get their money. It comes in, they pay a few expenses, then they buy assets. Assets are things that will bring them more money in the future or they produce assets. I used this example before. My wife has a uh, a YouTube channel, right? Well, she kind of wants to, she started doing it because she wanted to document the pregnancy and just kind of general things. But anyway, she had this, she has this video on her YouTube page about Shea Moisture. And if anybody's been paying attention Shea Moisture has just gotten into, you know, some trouble with this ad that they posted out. Now, she posted this uh, video way before that happened, maybe about a month or so before that happened. But anyway, so with all this frenzy, uh, this the Shea Moisture video that she posted is now getting thousands upon thousands of hits. Well, if you have a YouTube channel uh, and you have ads turned on, YouTube will pay you. Now, we've already uh, from that video, from those thousands of hits, she's seeing it every week she goes back and she's making more and more money from that video that she did one time, right? It's in an, in a sense, it's an asset. She created it one time and it just keeps producing uh, more and more money. Now it's not a, a gazillion dollars or nothing like that. Uh, but I think it's like a hundred or 200, a couple hundred dollars, something like that. Right. Uh, nothing big, but that's a hundred or $200 we ain't had before. Right. And it just keeps, it just keeps coming in a penny a day or 20 cents or 25 cents a minute or however the clicks, I don't really know how that all works, but you know, they, you know, we got a check, right? Here's some money, right? Thanks for producing that YouTube video, right? So that's what wealthy people do. They go and they take their money and they buy things that will produce the more income in the future, or they'll do things that will produce the more income in the future, as opposed to the middle class, they'll, they will buy things that will produce more expenses in the future. And that's the difference. And if you never make that mind shift from consumer to producer, from the person who buys assets and not liabilities, it doesn't matter how much you make. You will always get back to zero quickly. 
even if you win the lottery. That's why most lottery winners go back to where they were before they won the lottery in, in an average of seven years. They're back to where they were before because they never make that switch. They stay consumers. That's why you're making more money today than you were making 10 years ago, but you're still living check to check. You still have nothing to show for. It. That's why. And, that, and there's no shade on, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, be a jerk, but I'm hoping to shake you up a little bit because when is enough going to be enough? When are you going to decide to pump your pump your fist on your chest, man up and do something different? I know it's hard. <laughs> Trust me. I know it's hard. Four kids on a firefighter Sally. I know it's hard. But is that difference? Is that shift in mindset that has allowed me to start producing things? To even be on this microphone, to even have to even have the audacity to even buy this microphone that I'm on right now and the computer that's processing it and the website that's presenting it and the platform that's hosting it. Right. I couldn't do it any other way if I would have stayed spending every dollar that came in. Yeah, but Jamal, how do I do that? Misfit, how do I? I don't know. Right. That's you got to figure it out. There's enough resources in these past 60 some episodes <laughs> to help you figure it out. There's enough resources on the website to help you figure it out. There's enough people in the Misfit uh, Facebook group that will help you figure it out. There's enough room in my email box that I will help you figure it out. You can shoot me an email. I need to find some money. Okay, let's find it. It's out there. I promise you. It's out there. You can do this. But you got to start. And start with shifting out of that mindset. Will you be a producer or will you be a consumer? Because let me tell you, it's the producers that run the world. It's the producers that... That have all the choices. And the irony in it. Is the producers. That in fact. Get to consume. (laughs) More. Than the consumers. (laughs) Isn't that funny how that works. It's all about priorities. Big rocks. Staying focused. Keeping your eyes on the prize. Knowing what you're supposed to be doing. If you can understand that, if you can just, just put it in your mind. If I can just learn to produce, I can consume all I want. Because the consumption part is easy. But it's the production that separates the men from the boys. That separates the kids from the grown folks. Right? Right. So that's all I got today. Hopefully that was helpful. Again, happy Father's Day to all my fathers out there. I salute you. Thank you so much. If you think somebody could benefit from listening to this, share this thing out. We'll continue to grow every single week. The downloads are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And please, please keep the reviews coming. Right? Head over to iTunes or Stitcher. Leave us a review. Just take a moment, if you will. Leave a review and come and join us in the Money Misfit Facebook group. If you don't know how to get there, just look here in your show notes. It's episode number 61. And you can find the links to all that stuff on our website as well as archived episodes. Let's get it. Because remember, if you don't get your money right, 
somebody else to get your money, right? So let's get it. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. God bless. MPS. MPS. I said we're talking about money. money.